friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the midst of adversity and uncertainty. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Well, here we are in the middle of summer, just about at the halfway point. Now, I know that some of you are goal setters. For some leaders, goal setting comes naturally. You do it in your sleep. But for others of you, you may struggle to set goals or to finish or close open loops. I strongly believe that goal setting and more specifically writing down your goals and looking at them regularly is an important part of being a leader. Why? Because as humans, we like to take the path of least resistance. Goals are good to push us, to clarify what's important for us, to hold us accountable, and to remind us of those significant priorities in our lives where we need to prioritize our time, our energy, and our attention. Now, maybe you've had people encourage you to set monthly goals, or maybe you've had other people encourage you to set quarterly goals. But I've learned something several years ago from a leader who said that sometimes setting goals that are monthly seems a little too intense. And sometimes setting goals that are quarterly seems a little too far out and don't, they don't apply the amount of pressure or urgency that might be needed, that we need to be pushed a little bit more than that. So I, I find it to be really helpful to create goals that are six weeks in length. It's something that I call very simply 6T6W, six things in six weeks. By the way, this is not to be confused with 5T5M. Five Things in Five Minutes, which is our weekly newsletter, which you can subscribe to, highly recommend it. The link is in the show notes. But six things in six, in six weeks. As I said, I find this kind of goal setting to be much more effective than setting monthly or quarterly goals. What I'm trying to do is to find things that will stretch me, but not stress me. I want to be pushed, but not shoved. I want to be uh, pushed to a new way, but not to the point of discouragement. And by the way, six things in six weeks, these goals can be personal. They can be family goals. They can be vocational. In fact, every time that I sit down to do six things in six weeks, they have a mixture of personal, family, and vocational. So here's how I go about the process that might be helpful for you, because this has been transformative for my leadership for the past decade or so. Here's how I go about it. First, I carve out some time, usually 30 to 45 minutes every six weeks. I put it on my calendar and I treat it like a meeting. I turn everything else off. I don't let anything interrupt me. And I sit down and I think, what are some things that need to be accomplished in the next six weeks? There are some things on the list that I want to do that are fun, but they take some intention and some focus. But I have to admit, there are other things on the list each and every time that need to get done, but I really don't want to do them. I have no motivation for them. They are not my preference. But when those things don't hold a specific deadline, the truth is I can just kick the can down the road. I can look the other way. I can ignore it. And I can rationalize that I will do it, quote, some other time. Now we know when some other time comes around, which is never, which is why I need to be pushed in this way. Some examples for me of items in the past that have been on my 6T6W have been the following. Finish a book proposal and send it to five different publishers. Or reach out to that organization to see if they'd be interested in partnering with Kairos Partnerships to receive equipping and training. 
or read three specific books that I've been wanting to read for the last several years and now I want to get around to actually doing it. Or connect with each member of our Kairos team for a 60-minute Zoom call just to check in. Or I'm going to sign up uh, for masterclass.com and try to complete three masterclass courses in the next six weeks. Now, for you, on a personal side, it may be something like this. The family car is getting older and you need to start car shopping. You don't like car shopping, but you know that one day in the near future, the car will eventually go and you'll need to have at least thought through what kind of car or cars, what are our options that we want to purchase and what options are available to us. Maybe on a vocational side, it would be that you want to grow and desire to identify and secure a coach sometime in the next six weeks which means you're going to have to explore different options, ask around, look at different coaching packages that are available. On a family side, it could be as simple as saying that you and your family want to go to the beach for two or three days before the end of the summer. So it will require some planning as to which few days it will be and then booking a place in order to do that. Those are some options for you uh, that might be really helpful. But again, you've got to carve out time to be able to do that, which takes 30 or 45 minutes to be able to develop them. Now, secondly, once you've listed your six things in six weeks, then at the top of the page, put today's date and then the date that is six weeks from right now. That's really important that we know when the start and end date is. Third, go into your calendar and put a reminder six weeks from today. That's the deadline of when the goal should be done now and also when you can commit to sit down to do the next round of six things in six weeks. Now, fourth, once you've written them down, once they're on the calendar, once the date is at the top, make sure that you save them in an accessible place that you will look at regularly. For me, this is in the notes section of my, of my phone. At the beginning of every week, when I sit down with my Monday to-do list, at the top of the to-do list, I always list and review my six things in six weeks. Then I look at the week ahead and I say, which one or two of these things on 66W do I want to tackle? Now, I may not accomplish those two things fully that week, but at least I'm beginning to work on it and make progress toward my goal. By the way, it's essential that your goals are objective, as objective as possible. For example, saying something subjective like, quote, I want to get in shape in the next six weeks doesn't fly. How do you measure that? Instead, it should be, I want to go for a run or work out a total of 15 times in the next six weeks, or I want to lose five pounds in the next six weeks. Instead of writing down brainstorm potential projects to work on, it would be more effective if your goal was spend 60 minutes, three different times brainstorming about projects for the fall. Do you hear the difference? Several years ago, General Electric came up with what is now widely recognized as SMART goals. We've talked about this on an earlier episode of the podcast. That, that acronym for SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Actionable, Relevant, and Timely. It has to be a specific goal. I want to lose five pounds, again, instead of I want to lose weight. Measurable, you can stand on a scale and measure if you lost five pounds or not. Achievable, if you said you wanted to lose 75 pounds in six weeks, that would be setting yourself up for failure. Or relevant, it has to be a goal that you care about. Maybe you want to lose weight because you no longer fit into your pants. That's a, that's a very relevant thing. You want to fit in your pants again. And lastly, timely, that's the beauty of six things in six weeks. The timer runs up every six weeks. It's a good goal to know that that's in front of us. The smarter the goals, the more focused you will be on your goals. 
Lastly, for some additional healthy accountability, sometimes I share six things in six weeks with someone else. I give them permission to ask me about anything on the list. I find that if they know about it, if they ask me about it, I'm much more likely to work on them because I know someone's going to ask. So what are the benefits of 6T6W? Well, there are lots of them, but I can think of four specific ones. Number one, it focuses your time, your attention, and your energy. Number two, it gives you momentum because once you start checking some things off the list, you go, wow, I got to keep going. This is great. Three, it's easier decision-making because if you know where your time and energy are in the next six weeks, you can think about that in the short term, which helps you gain confidence to say no to really good things, but things that you realize can wait. And lastly, it helps you think about leadership in little sprints rather than one long marathon. Now, here's the great thing. I mentioned at the beginning that we're at about the halfway mark here in the month of July. That means we have about six weeks left until Labor Day, the rest of July and all of August. This would be a fantastic time right now for you to sit down sometime this week and generate a list of six things in six weeks. The six goals, initiatives, or projects that you want to accomplish between now and Labor Day. If you're going to pursue this, and I hope you do, just a final few words of advice as we go. Number one, be realistic. Don't set yourself up to fail. These don't have to be huge or complex goals. They can just be little things you've been wanting to do. You just need to push them across the finish line. The second link, make it fun. This is not intended to make you miserable. Some of the elements on my list are really, really fun. And when I accomplish them, accomplish them I feel a huge sense of enjoyment and gratitude. And lastly, extend grace to yourself. You won't do this perfectly, but experiment. Realize that some things will work, others won't. Sometimes I have a goal on the list, but then I realize, oops, I bit off more than I can chew. Or my goal and the deadline are sometimes out of my control. Other people are in control of those more than I thought, and I can't bring it across the finish line unless others are involved. That's fine. But you can do what you can and with what is in your control. Push yourself to improve, get better, and stretch yourself. 6T6W is a simple framework to help push you. Sometimes we need to be pushed, but we don't want to be shoved. And this is a push, but don't shove type framework, a mental model to help you grow in your leadership. If it's helpful, great. If not, no pressure. But my encouragement would be this. Just try it. Between now and September 1st, you have a six-week window. Utilize it well. Try it and see what happens. Well, thanks for joining me today. The Resilient Leaders Podcast is produced, engineered, and kissed with a seal of quality and approval by the highly talented and creative Joel Limbowen, founder of On A Limb Productions. Check out his great work at onalimproductions.com. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, you have six weeks to the end of the summer. Steward them well by creating a 6T6W list. I really believe that you won't regret it. <laughs>